the same symptoms that men have with low testosterone, which is predominantly feeling exhausted. All right. So, yeah. so you know, <laughs> there's kind of a stereotype when you think about testosterone therapy, people think, oh, well, it's all about sex, right? You just, you know, you want to have a bigger sex drive. Well, yes, sex is part of it, but I will say then all the years that I've done this, the number one symptom that brings patients, both men and women, into my clinic is, Tanya, they're just worn out. You know, they're, they're, they're in their 40s, they're in their 50s, maybe even late 30s, you know. They, they, they're, they're trying to juggle a full-time career. They've got, they've got kids. They've got a spouse. They're pulled in a hundred directions every single day, and they're just exhausted. Um, and predominantly, yes, I run the labs, and we find out that they are low in testosterone. We believe that you are strong by design, and you were made in God's image to have a strong body, mind, and spirit. You're listening to the number one strength and health authority podcast in the world. So let's get ready to unlock your potential and transform your life in today's episode. Hello and welcome to the Strong by Design podcast show. I'm your host today, Coach Tanya, joined by a very special guest. I have with me today, Andrew from Ageless Men's Health. And um, I cannot wait to introduce all of you to him and talk with him about all the wonderful things that he's doing over um, in his clinic. And uh, I think you're going to really love this one. And ladies, don't uh, tune out just because you hear the words ageless men's health, because I'm actually one of Andrew's patients. And uh, there's a lot of benefit and a lot of really great things they're doing for women. So um, I'm really excited to get get right into this. So Andrew, welcome to our show. Thank you, Tanya. Thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. Oh, you are more than welcome. I've we've been now we've been trying to get you on the show here for a while. We've had one, whether it's technical <laughs> issues or something. So this has been a long time coming. So we're finally here. We're finally doing it. And as I look outside, the storm clouds are rolling in, and I'm just praying that <laughs> we don't have any. I'm looking out my window power. as well too, and I was like, uh oh. <laughs> Yeah, there's always something, but that's that's the nature of the game when you do these sorts of things. So again, Andrew, welcome. Now, Andrew, you are with a company called Ageless Men's Health, and um, I would so I'm I'm going to assume that a lot of times, um, or when um, when this company was being created and whatever their platform and mission was, there was a focus on men men's health and, and, you know, is that correct? That is exactly correct. Yes, ma'am. Um, Ageless Men's Health as a company has been around for about 16 years. Um, it, is, it is privately held. Um, we have approximately 60 plus clinics all over the country now. I've been with the company for about eight, almost nine years. Uh, when I first came on, um, um, it was up in Memphis, Tennessee. I've been running this clinic for them for about the last seven years up there. Uh, and then they asked me if I would consider coming down to Florida and bringing some of that magic down to Tampa and establishing our first clinic in the Tampa area. Um, so I've been down for about the last year. Uh, our clinic has been growing leaps and bounds. I'm very, very happy with our progress. Uh, we have two other clinics in, the Florida, in Florida as well. Both are in Jacksonville and they're doing very well uh, also. Um, but back to your point, Tanya, yes, the, the, the name Ageless Men's Health does kind of give the impression that we, uh, we are a men's health clinic. Uh, and uh, yes, the majority of our patients are men. However, uh, we have a sizable and growing uh, population of women patients as well. And uh, on that note, this year, um, our company has uh, actually launched the first um, kind of a trial basis of clinics called Ageless Women's Health, exclusively for women as well. Now, we don't have any in the Florida area yet because we're testing this out in, in several other markets. Um, or I think we have one in Scottsdale, um, I think one in Utah as well, um, and I believe those are uh, excelling uh, quite well as well. Um, basically, our, our business model 
is to set this up to where it is extremely convenient and thorough for our patients. Um, you know, when you go to, say, a traditional doctor's office, um, obviously we know it's getting more and more challenging by the day to, to have a, a prompt appointment uh, that doesn't, that you don't have to schedule, you know, three months out. And then you, when you do show up, you, you know, sit in the waiting room for two hours. That's not how our design is set up at all. We want this to revolve around the patient, not revolve around us. Um, so um, basically, uh, our patients come in essentially weekly. Um, for, for injections, um, and we send out a, a friendly text reminder once a week when it's your day for your shot, and we're here Monday through Friday, 8 to 6. You come when it's easy for you. A typical visit is anywhere from 5 to 10 minutes. Uh, it can be longer if need be, but again, we want to be very respectful uh, of your time and your schedule and your flexibility. Yeah, and, and I can absolutely attest to that because I get the text message in the morning and I'm like, which is great. Cause sometimes you like, you know, sometimes I'm a day off. I'm thinking, Oh, I've got another day or a couple of days, but I get that friendly text reminder. If I can't come in, it's not a problem. Like it, it really is like, I have never, I think the most I've ever had to wait was maybe like five minutes just because, you know, a bunch of, bunch of people showed up at the same time, but you go in, there's a lovely waiting room with snacks and coffee and water. And, and it's very lovely. And it's, we're not, I'm not never felt rushed. There's always time to talk. There's always time to answer my questions, but I'm never left waiting. I'm never left waiting for an appointment. I just, like, I don't make one. I get the text reminder and I show up. If I can't make it, I show up the next day. Um, and everything you said is it's a hundred percent true. There's no game here. There's no facade. This is exactly what happens. You show up, you get your injection and you go and you get a reminder next week for the next one. And it's all accommodating to the patient. Exactly. And you see, Tanya, you made a very, very good point, um, about, uh, the, the way that the visit is structured. Um, I have always had the philosophy with, with my care for my patients, um, that I want to treat all of my patients as if I was treating my family. Okay. So I am extremely transparent with everything that I do. Um, on my initial evaluations with my patients, theoretically, we could do it in five minutes, draw some labs, talk for a minute or two and back out the door. I do not do that. Um, my initial evaluations with my patients, I like to tell you everything about how testosterone works in your body, how I run my clinic, most importantly, how I keep it all safe, because that that's a very, very critical point when you're dealing with any kind of hormone therapy, especially testosterone. Um, if not done the correct way, you can hurt somebody or more importantly, people can hurt themselves. So we take a lot of pride and professionalism in what we do. Um, and I, and I'm very transparent with all of my patients. I want you to know exactly what I'm doing and why I'm doing it. Um, I treat this as a very, as a team approach. You know, typically when you go to a traditional doctor's office or a specialist, you know, by the time you do finally get to see the provider, it's very much a, a one-sided visit. You know, the provider kind of puts themselves up on a, on a pedestal, the patient's somewhere down here, and it's kind of, you know, do what I say, and the, I'm not going to tell you the why behind the what. Um, that's not how I operate. Um, this is, I want this to, I'll give you 100% of everything that I have, you give me 100% of everything that you have, and we will meet in the middle and come up with the ideal form of treatment um, that is that is patient-specific. There is not a one-size-fits-all method to this. Um, I use the labs to make sure that we're safe, and that's a good objective measurement on our therapy, but equally as important is the feedback I get from the patients because I want to know how you're feeling because maybe I need to tweak something that is in terms of your dose of your testosterone. Maybe we need to look at your estrogen levels, something like that. So um, yes, it is uh, very much uh, tailored to the patient specifically. Yeah. And again, everything, everything he's saying, I can tell you is a hundred percent true. Um, a lot of time, a lot of like time spent in, 
in talking um, because I know, and I'll share a little bit about my my history with you and my reason for going. So I'm I'm in menopause and it comes with all of those wonderful things that menopause comes with, all the things that women talk about. It happens to varying degrees. And I was really kind of at a loss. Uh, I tried, you know, I'm doing the things that I've been doing for so long with my health. And, you know, I take good care of myself. I exercise. I eat right. Like, you know, I, I for the most part, I think I do a pretty good job doing 80% of it really well. But things were just not working the same as they were. And I was kind of at my wit's end when I did come to see you. And interestingly enough, I had made the contact through a women's networking group that I'm a part of here in Tampa. And there was someone um, affiliated with your company that was there and had just started talking to me about it. And I took a card and I thought when she explained how, you know, you come in and for that first month, it's really sort of figuring out where I'm at, where am I like a really kind of like an in-depth look into my body, my biofeedback, all of that stuff. And that there was no cost. And then after that, should I decide to stay and proceed with, with whatever course of treatment we decided, then that's when, you know, you, you pay for the injections and stuff. And I thought, I've got nothing to lose at this point for 30 days to figure out, is this maybe where I'm going to actually get some help? And lo and behold, I went in to see you and we ran labs and I had previously been to another provider um, for some testosterone, like for some help with the testosterone because my hormone levels were not like they were pretty out of whack and I do have a history. So there's some things I can't do. And when my labs came back, I will never, cause you, that was the other thing you, I had labs done on a Thursday or a Friday and you said, I will call you Monday morning with your results. And I thought, okay. And you did. <laughs> you actually did. Called me Monday morning and talked to me about what you found. And we found that my testosterone levels were like almost at nothing. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I had no, I had no energy. I just was really feeling like absolute garbage. So you did the labs. You did call me back. I came in the next day. You discussed what you thought would be the best course. Very, not very, very, very my like we didn't do anything aggressive we took an incredibly passive approach and it's made the world of difference you, that, tanya you've hit the nail on the head that's exactly right um so back on onto the women's side of this you know a common misconception with testosterone is that that is a man's hormone and estrogen is a woman's hormone and and a, a lot of people think that and that's true to an extent however both sexes do need both hormones just in different proportions and for different reasons um, now regarding the testosterone side of it yes the same symptoms that men have with low testosterone which is predominantly feeling exhausted all right so yeah. so you know <laughs> There's kind of a stereotype when you think about testosterone therapy, people think, oh, well, it's all about sex, right? You just, you know, you want to have a bigger sex drive. Well, yes, sex is part of it. But I will say then all the years that I've done this, the number one symptom that brings patients, both men and women, into my clinic is, Tanya, they're just worn out. You know, they're, they're, they're in their 40s, they're in their 50s, maybe even late 30s, you know. They, they, they're, they're trying to juggle a full-time career. They've got, they've got kids. They've got a spouse. They're pulled in a hundred directions every single day and they're just exhausted. Um, and predominantly, yes, I run the labs and we find out that they are low in testosterone. But that is not the only thing that I'm checking. When I look at a patient, I don't just see a shot of testosterone there. I actually see a whole patient, which is why I take so much time with my patients to understand all the pieces to the puzzle. What's, what's really bringing them in? Because maybe it's low testosterone, maybe it's not. Maybe it has something to do with their lifestyle. Maybe it's uh, the way that they're exercising or not exercising. Maybe it's what they're putting in their body, certain, certain medications, food that we're eating. All of those contribute to low testosterone and the symptoms of low testosterone. Um, for my, for my male patients, I also check PSA levels. I want to make sure that just like on my ladies, I want you guys to get mammograms. I want to make sure that we're doing all the right screenings. I do the same thing for my guys. Um, I check blood sugar, I check kidney function, I check liver function, I check cholesterol panels. I'm getting a very good snapshot on your total health 
and I do everything I can to help you. I help a lot of patients with high blood pressure, diabetes, cholesterol, and I'm not just throwing pills at the problem. And that's another thing that, that really kind of bothers me about our modern healthcare system. We are way too quick to look at a patient and say, oh, well, you got high blood pressure, take this pill. You got yeah. diabetes here, take this pill, take this shot. That's not how I operate. Now, sometimes do we need to use medications? Absolutely, when, when it's the right thing to do. But a lot of times it's about education. And it's about having somebody in your corner that's there to support you every week to say, you know what, hey, let's, what are we doing? What are we doing right? What are we doing wrong? This is a team effort. Um, and a lot of patients really just need that encouragement. And that's a lot of what I do. Oh, I, I agree. I, I agree. You're speaking the truth. And I want to go back to something you said in that last bit about having someone in your corner. And that is what I found so um, refreshing and new and comforting is because I didn't normally I'm the, I'm was the kind of person that pre appointment or after like in between appointments, I was on, um, because of my background, you know, I do have a science background. I do a lot of research. I love reading research. Anyways, I was always somebody in between appointments, Googling and researching findings so that I could come back at my appointment and go, okay, here's what I found. And this is what it's saying. And so a lot of this resonates with me. And I don't, I don't actually do that anymore. Cause I'm just like, you know, something I'm feeling something new or like this worked or this doesn't feel like it's working or is this how it's supposed to feel? I'm just like, I'm going to make a note of it and I'll ask Andrew. And we all, we talk about it. I think I went in there, this was several months ago for my shot. And, um, you had asked me, you know, you said, is there anything else? Is there anything else I can help you with? And I had mentioned about my elbow. Now I sit at a computer and I'm typing hours and hours and hours, seven days a week. So I, I just said, you know, it's my elbow. And when I move my fingers, I get this pain. And so we talked about that and you were able to help me with that. And it was, it's not like you, you're right. You, you are looking at the whole patient. That is something that, um, is extremely comforting. I think as a patient and especially, um, going into like when I, you know, started going into this wonderful journey of menopause and all kinds of things started happening. And I'm like, I, who's like from the neck down, I'm like, who is this? Cause I don't know how to deal with this person. And it's been wonderful to be able to have a place to go that I can say, you know, here's what's going on now. Here's what it feels like. Here's what I'm doing. What else can we do or what? And you sometimes it's like, you know, you, you offer up uh, some suggestions. Other times you're like, you know what, let's just let's run labs again in another week. Let's see what that shows us so that we can talk about that and then decide from there. So there's a lot of taking into account all of the elements that make up the whole person in order to best address the system, the overall system, so that things are working as best as it because our body knows what to do. Like, it, you know, when it's well cared for when it has when all the working components are working it does a really good job but sometimes when those working components start to move a little slowly maybe they're not as efficient you're really good at looking at all the elements for the whole system so we can keep things working as best as possible that is exactly right couldn't say it any better myself Great. So what I do want to, though, is because we probably I'm you know, I'm sure we've got some women listeners and I'm sure that their ears perked up a little bit at the little bit of mention of testosterone and, and, and things like that. But what else what else can if if it's deemed appropriate and, you know, like it, uh, reasonable uh, testosterone therapy, there's kind of two ways I want to, two kind of two questions or two things I want you to, to talk about here. One is how it can benefit, like, you know, why it can be a benefit, especially at a particular age. Sometimes, you know, thinking into now with menopause, sometimes women are medically kind of thrown into premature menopause because of, you know, things like, um, chemotherapy, think like really severe, other severe treatments can throw a woman into early menopause. So menopause, regardless, how testosterone can be, you know, helpful and beneficial. But also, um, I think a lot of times when women hear testosterone and testosterone therapy, they start going, oh, my gosh, now I'm going to get facial hair and all these other like all these other terrible things that are going to happen. So can you kind of talk about that and address it? And let's let's put to rest a lot of the fear that comes with that because I would really like, I would really hope that the message of one of the messages out of this podcast is that if you are a woman in menopause or whatever, like, like 
even without menopause and you are, you've got no energy, you've got all, all these other issues, things are happening, getting lab work done and getting results that show very low testosterone, I would like that this message eliminates the fear that might keep women from getting that help because of what they think might happen as a secondary effect to that. Absolutely. Yes, yes. So so let's start with um, in terms of the menopause piece of the equation. Okay, so as you mentioned, you know, when, when a woman does go through menopause, whether it be natural or uh, induced through uh, chemotherapy, something along those lines, think about the way that you feel, okay? Um, your testosterone is going to bottom out. Your estrogen levels are going to bottom out. Progesterone, same thing. A lot of your natural hormones that, you, that you've been accustomed to having your entire life are going to crash. All right. So, and you think about, you're going to be exhausted all the time. Okay. Um, your bones, that is a big one. Right. And we think about that with estrogen levels with, with my postmenopausal ladies. Um, you know, one of the main things that you can do to maintain that bone density and, 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 and stave off, you know, brittle bones, um, is weight bearing exercise. Well, what happens if you don't have the energy not not only the physical side of it, but even on the, the mental side of it, the drive to even want to go to the gym. What happens if you don't have that? Well, right. then your, your bones are definitely going to suffer. Um, mm -hmm. What about your marriage? If you think about this, all right, so so a woman goes through menopause. Um, now your, your drive to want to go do things with your spouse, your drive to even be in the dating scene, um, your, your sex drive. It's going to be non-existent. Um, but it, what if your partner, again, does want to have that kind of a, a part of, of your relationship? That's going to suffer. Um, some other signs of low testosterone with ladies is hair loss. Right? You can actually have and that. That's a big deal. Um, may, ha, having your testosterone at an appropriate therapeutic level will help um, won't necessarily help grow the hair back, but it'll help prevent further hair loss. Um, dry uh, skin can be a big part of it. Um, decreased focus and concentration. That's another big part of low testosterone with ladies. Um, so in terms of the, the fear of going on testosterone therapy, um, think of it like this. There are multiple ways that you can have testosterone put back in your body. One popular one right now is using the uh, pellets, essentially. That's where they go in and they make a little incision, uh, usually in your in one of your buttocks, um, and they put a, a slow-release pellet into that spot and they sew it up. And then theoretically, you will have a steady release of testosterone into your system over the course of three, maybe four months. Um, sounds great, right? It sounds very convenient. Put it in, forget about it, go live your life. Wonderful. And on the surface, yes, I agree. That does sound very convenient and nice. Here's the downside. In the years that I have been treating both men and women, I have found way too many cases to where the testosterone is not released at a steady rate as it should be, um, which is scary when you think about you know how your body makes estrogen. Well, if you have a surge of testosterone coming into your system that's not supposed to be there, you're also going to have a surge of estrogen as well. Because in men, that's how we make our estrogen levels, uh, estrogen through our testosterone. Um, you can also have a surge of red blood cell production, Okay, which again, as long as you have enough, that's great. But what if you make too many red blood cells? Well, that's a problem. So all of this needs to be closely monitored. Another method of, of testosterone replacement is topically. Okay, we're, we're, we're used to using you know, topical medications. Well, again, sounds good because it's not invasive. There's no injections. There's no pills to swallow. The downside is your skin has basically one job, which is to keep things out of your body, right? It's your first line <laughs> of defense for your immune system. Well, so your skin's already fighting this medication that you're putting on there. And yes. anything that goes on topically, you can't control how much actually gets into your vascular system. So it's highly variable as to how much you're dealing with. Injections. That is by far the gold standard and the best way to safely administer testosterone. Um, 
in terms of the dosing. What a lot of people don't understand is women typically only need about basically a tenth of what we give men. In other words, if I'm giving a man typically 200 milligrams, you guys, you may only need 20 milligrams. There's not much to it. Um, I'm not looking to turn you into a bodybuilder. I'm not looking to, to, to do any of that. All I want to do is give you just enough to where I'm tweaking your sex drive a little bit. I'm giving you more motivation to get up and want to live the best life that you want to live. And that's, that's the goal. Yeah. And now I hope you're all listening to that. Ladies who are, who are listening, I hope that, you know, he planted a big, not just a seed, but a root transplanted a root there. Men, if you're listening, um, you have wives, girlfriends, uh, female mem- female family members that are, you, you, you know, have you noticed or if they talked about how they're just, ugh, ugh, you know, share this with them because that's exactly, um, again, I, I have to speak from experience on this one because I think it's going to make the show better um, in terms of I can actually say, yeah, you know, what he's saying is true. I had, I went ahead did the research and thought, well, the pellet sounds great. I'm busy. I'm on the go. I don't want to have to go in somewhere all the time. So put it, you know, set it and forget it. And yet when I went in to see you, I was maybe 30 to 50 days into having had my pellet. And I was showing like shockingly, like I said, I, I wasn't exactly zero, but it wasn't much above zero. I, I do remember that because when I went in to see you, I would like, again, I, you know, and having been a, a former bodybuilding competitor, um, I had no, I w- meant to, like, I wanted, I wanted to go to the gym, gym, but I just didn't have, I didn't have the oomph. I had no energy. I wasn't going, I just, all of that. And so again, a month and a half into the pellet, I thought, again, I have nothing to lose. I don't have to pay for this appointment. I'm not committed. I'm not signing a contract that after 30 days now, it's like those subscriptions, you get it free right. for two weeks and it's automatically going to be billed like that was, I had nothing to lose by going to see you and everything to gain. And I got that because after, and, and then and then again, pay attention now to how really much this man cares about his patients. Not only after the follow-up blood work, when I went into the office and we talked about the fact that I have a pellet that doesn't seem to be doing the job, and I'm like, well, I guess I need a little bit of testosterone. You were, you said, well, look, you know, what's probably happening is it's kind of like surging. Like I'll get a wave, a wave or like a, a release, and then nothing. And so you were very hesitant. You're like. We can give you like like a smidgen, like the tiniest bit. But we want to watch it week to week because you wanted to see where it might be surging, when that might happen, how long that might be lasting. Because that pellet was still going to be in there for um, a few months mm-hmm. or like a month and a half. And so you monitored that extremely close. Um and we got through that to where now I'm just doing the injection. And again, a very, very minimal amount because I am female. I was born with, you know, testosterone is one of the hormones that we're born with, just not the same way or the same amount. And we don't need the same amount as men do. But you're constantly always watching that. And I think, was it every four weeks we do follow-up blood work just to see where things are at? Mm-hmm. Uh, on the on the initially getting started, absolutely correct. Um during yeah. that first year, we're going to check labs at least once every three months. And again, that's just kind of the, the rough standard I use. I treat every patient as an individual case. Some cases, I need to pull labs a little more frequently. Some cases, maybe not so much. It just depends on you and what's going on, which is why, again, the beautiful part about coming to see me once a week for that injection I get a chance to talk to you, but more importantly, you get a chance to talk to me. And, and you, you made a very good point, Tanya, about the pellets is this. Once that pellet's in there, you, you, you just got to ride it. That's it. The beautiful thing about it. You got to ride it out. <laughs> that's it. The injections, I can yeah. change your treatment as we need to. Eat that. On a weekly basis, on a month monthly basis, um, based on how you're feeling, we can go upward a little bit, down a little bit. I mean, I've got so much flexibility and control. Mm-hmm. And in terms of the injection, think about this. You're getting a shot of a medication from me. I know exactly what I'm putting in your body. I know when it's going to peak. I know when it's going to trough. I know everything about it. 
And as I get to know you more as a patient, I get to know more about how your body specifically is going to react to that hormone so I can change it even more. It gives you and I so much more control over the treatment, um, not only from an efficiency standpoint, an effective standpoint, but mostly from a safety standpoint. No, absolutely. It's almost what I'm going to use like a very trending or like a, a catchy saying. It's like it's almost like boutique style care. There because it's very, it's it's not, I'm not coming in for the like, oh, patient number 276 is here for her shot or for her palate or for this. We'll run the labs. Yeah. Oh, you're all within range. And that was the other thing that really impressed me. You didn't, you didn't give me the, you're within healthy range, um, which I was waiting to hear because I've heard that before. And I'm always like, well, I understand in the bell curve, I'm probably considered the healthy range, but if you heard anything at all about previous conversations about my fitness level, what I've done. Something's not right because I don't feel right. And mm-hmm. you, you listen and, that, and we, we talked about those things. We, we talked about all of those things. So yeah, it's very much, it's to use that kind of, it is very, you offer a very boutique type of service because it is so specific. It is so individualized. Every appointment is very, it's not carbon copied. One appointment is never like the next. It's, we're always just checking in and making sure. And if something's off, we look at it, we talk about it and go, what do we do next? What, what's, what is the next best thing or what else might you need? You know? And sometimes it's, it's just like, Oh yeah, I kind of had a rough week of staying up late and kind of not eating well. And it's like, well, maybe let's give it a week and see, you know, what happens, but it's very, very individualized client specific care. And, and to me, it all boils down to one thing that our modern healthcare system is missing tremendously. It's listening, listening yes. to your patient. That's what I do. When you sit down with me, we're sitting eye to eye. I'm, 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 I'm not focused on the computer screen. I'm not focused on. No, you're not. <laughs> I'm focused on you. And I'm listening, and I'm and, and I want to hear all of your feedback. I want to give you my feedback again, so we can facilitate it from a team approach. That's how healthcare should be, and that's how I practice. Yeah, and that's that's what you guys offer. So you get an A plus on your report card from me, anyways. <laughs> so I was a couple questions here. Do you think that? Um, actually, let me let me step back. I'm going to take a step back for those listeners. Um, that are female, what are some things that, because, you know, again, with not, not excluding men from this, I know there's a lot of hardworking dads, a lot of single dads that are, you know, burning the candle at both ends, but typically a lot of times, you know, women are the caretakers of their family, whether, and it may, sometimes it goes from little kids to once they're out of the house, we transition. Now we're looking after elderly parents. So women tend to be like the caretakers and we do tend to make sure everybody else is looked after. And then we get to ourselves later. And it's very easy for us to be like, well, you know, I'm getting, yeah, I haven't slept great because I've got all this stuff on my plate. I just, once I get caught up, I'll get more sleep or yeah, I just, I didn't eat as great last week because of this. But what I guess the the question I'm wanting to ask is what are some things, some signs, some symptoms, some little, little triggers that women can maybe you would you would advise women just pay attention to this, pay attention to these things because they may be indications that you know um, lab work might be a good idea just to see where your hormones are at or just to see where kidney functions are, just to get a good look at what's going on inside. And not only that, symptoms for women, but also because um, sometimes we're not always really good at paying attention <laughs> to that. So we're really good at like looking at somebody else and going, you're not yourself. You're just not behaving the same way. You're not acting the same way. You don't have an appetite. You're not smiling. Like we can pick that stuff up on anybody, but we will logic and make excuses for ourselves. So things that women themselves can pay attention to, but also husbands, so like, you know, family, male family members that might be like, she just doesn't seem like herself. So what are some of the things we can look out for that might warrant, you know what, I'm just, I need to go in and talk to Andrew and say, is there something that we can do? There you go. Absolutely. Um, so I'll tell you by far the number one thing is um, extreme fatigue. Like you're, you're, you're going through your day and, and, and you're just, you're trying to juggle 15 things at once. Um, and, and you, you're exhausted. You know, it's, it's now it's seven o'clock at night. You've gone through the day and you can barely keep your eyes open 
when normally you could stay up till 9, 10, 11 o'clock at night. That is a huge one. But something uh, maybe a little more specific to women, particularly on the postmenopausal side, is the emotional maybe instability. How about that? Um, in other words, things that never used to bother you just set you off. Um, crying for no particular reason whatsoever that you're aware of. Um, another big one, and we've known this, there's a direct correlation between symptoms of depression and low testosterone. We see that in both men and women, and that is a huge one. Um, you'd be surprised at how many patients I've been able to actually get them off of traditional um, anti-anxiety, mm. anti-depression medications simply by, number one, listening to the patients, <laughs> huge. Uh, but number two is correcting that hormone imbalance. That's a, that's a very, very big one. Um, I would say so those are probably some of the biggest ones. Um, the, the sex drive part, I mean, uh, again, yes, that is, that is part of testosterone. And, and if you have, you know, if you notice that, you know, you don't have any libido whatsoever, that can be a factor. Um, but Guys, I'm telling you, it is not the number one thing. Um, yeah, I'll tell you another one. Let's say that let's say that you're accustomed to going to the gym, and you're a lady, and you, maybe you are, you know, maybe starting to be postmenopausal, um, and you're working out, you're doing, you're trying to eat right, you're doing everything, but you're just getting no muscle mass whatsoever. I mean, yeah. no, no definition in your muscles whatsoever. That's a key sign that your testosterone levels could be low. Um, I think those are probably some of the biggest ones. Definitely. Okay. And, and those, those are good ones. And those are relatively easy enough to see, like, see, you know, see on the outside, feel and feel because again, like with, when it comes to like hormones, so I feel sometimes like hormones is like this catchphrase. People talk about it, but it, it, it kind of becomes like this, almost like a, like ridicule, like a joke kind of thing. Like it's not really taken seriously. So I always, you know, I was talking to a friend a couple months ago and I said, you know, think of it this way. If you go out somewhere, let's say you're doing something, you're going for a, she's a, a hiker. So I said, you, you go, you're trail hiking, you slip and fall and you cut yourself. So you see it and you can address it right away. You know, you need to clean it out. You know, you need to keep it clean. You manage it, keep it dry, watch for infection. It's right there. It's something tangible. But when we're talking with the endocrine system and the release and the um, levelness of hormones and how all of that responds to when we're going through a stressful time, if we're going through a sad time, if we're really happy, those things are like, they're constantly in flux. Cause that's, it's like uh, like the marionette puppet. It's constantly in flux to make it do what it's supposed to do, but we can't see it. There's no, it's not like there's some kind of like little window. Like when somebody checks the power meters, like, you know, in your house, there's nowhere on the outside body to check it and go, Oh gosh, this is why I'm crying all the time. I have no energy. I'm feeling sad. You can't check and go, Oh, well, shoot. There goes my testosterone. So that's why it's not like those outward, um, things that we can see and address and treat. It's something that's going on inside where the visits, the conversations, and ultimately that lab work is so vital to get things right. And I'll tell you another one that, that you, that what you just said triggered this in my, in my mind, something that in my opinion, is more unique to a sign from women that I typically don't see in my men. Women, as a general rule, are far more in tune with their bodies. Okay. I tell my patients, you know more about your body than me or your physician could ever possibly know. Okay. So that's why I think it's kind of, kind of arrogant as us as providers to think that, oh, we're going to tell you what to do. Well, you know, <laughs> it might work that way. Um, but I will say this. My ladies that I see oftentimes can't put a finger on what's wrong. They know something's not right on the inside, and, it, and, and that is going to yeah. be unique to you specifically. That can be a key sign that, you know what, hey, let's get some lab work. Um, I don't see it with my guys. Guys will usually come in with a list. Oh, I got this, this, and this going on. No, you guys, you may not put a finger on it, but you know something's not right. So, yes, that and can that be a key sign. I'm so glad you said that because I think for some women that might be a deterrent for coming in and making it like making an appointment and coming in. And for me, it was for a long time for multiple reasons. Again, I was very, very, I'm very aware of my body. 
I, all the years I spent training and competing, like I had to be, I, I was very much like if something I, I was just spot, I just knew. But when I started, when I started into menopause and I knew that that was the issue, but I ha was having such a hard time other than saying, I just, I don't feel right. I remember sitting in your office and going, I just don't feel right. I don't feel like myself. Yes, I'm tired and all these things, but I just don't feel like me. Like something's not right. Can you help? And I would, again, would really, really um, challenge, put a challenge out to the women listening that because you can't necessarily put words to it doesn't mean you should still seek out the help because that that's a key thing there not being able to put words to it just knowing that something's off exactly right yes ma'am you got it <laughs> now do you think with with all of the stuff we talked about with you know testosterone therapy and that do you think it's becoming more whether acceptable commonplace like do you think it's becoming more of a mainstream treatment for women like they're actually going to, you know, seek it out and, and be more open to the testosterone therapy. Tanya, you have hit the nail on the head, and that is absolutely correct. Um, again, when, when I started in the, in this industry with this company about eight years ago, um, it was, I'm not going to say people had this stereotype that they were embarrassed of treatment, but they certainly weren't very open about it. In other words, you know, they, they weren't telling a lot of their friends, oh, yeah, I, I go there for testosterone therapy because of a lot of the, the stigmas and stereotypes. Um, I, right. can do, I can say for a definitive uh, answer that over the years, those stereotypes have dissolved um, because oh, people good. are taking more interest in their health. And they're realizing that the answer is not just another pill. Because when you start throwing pills that are a problem, now you're chasing side effects of that one and chasing side effects of this one. No, it's a matter of what am I putting in my body? What can I do to maximize what my body wants to do anyway? And another common stereotype about this is when people think about testosterone therapy, they immediately link it with anabolic steroids, right? That is yes. not yes. all what this is. Right. No, we're talking about. this is no different than, um, say, take somebody who um, doesn't make enough thyroid hormone, right? So they are deficient in this hormone. Well, now your, your metabolism can slow down if your thyroid is not producing enough, right? Um, so what do we do? We put the hormone back in your body to correct that imbalance. Same thing with diabetics. If your pancreas doesn't make enough insulin, what do we do? We Put the insulin back in your body. It's a hormone. Testosterone is no different. You've had testosterone in your body since the day you were born. You'll have it until you die. But if you are deficient in this hormone and you're not making enough, you're going to feel off and you're not going to get the quality of life that you want. That's all we're doing. I identify where you have that deficiency and I put it back in your body safely. Mm -hmm. And it makes such a big difference. And it's also really good. The conversations help too, because there was, when I did go in to see you, well, the conversations help for multiple reasons. Again, it makes me feel not like a patient. I walk in there and I'm Tanya. Yes. I'm not a patient. Yes. I'm, I'm somebody that, you know, is like family. Like you said, you want to treat your patients like their family. And that's how I feel. Um, it's also like within myself, I've, I've been able to kind of make this peace with the things I was doing in my thirties and even my early forties, I don't need to do that anymore. I mean, I would, there's some days I'm like, oh, I'd like to go back in and be able to, you know, deadlift, you know, almost 300 pounds, but I don't need to do that anymore. And I'm actually, it's kind of like I've, I've been able to give myself a, like a check. Like I don't have to do that as hard anymore to feel this good. Um, I'm getting the therapy, um, I'm, I do have motivation for my workouts. My, my lifestyle has made a shift that I'm still active. I'm still, I'm still very active. I still go to the gym. I still do all the things I love, but in a different way. Mm -hmm. Um, I've come more into this whole, um, because I don't need to get ready for stage day. I don't need to get ready for a competition day. So I'm able to actually just focus on really put a lot more focus on how I'm feeling how I'm responding, what, it, what feels good physically and mentally and emotionally. Um, I, I've, it's just, it's been a, a slight shift in lifestyle where it's kind of like I've given myself permission 
to enjoy more things, pay more attention and still feel really good. Yes. I'm not chasing these. I'm not like constantly chasing and wondering what's going on. I have, I'm getting this therapy. It's helping, but I've also taken a step back giving, cutting myself some slack these days, <laughs> which is nice. You know, agreed. And yeah. I think that, but that could be part of it with someone. We like, we got to, Oh, it's, if, if it isn't hard, it can't be worth it. It doesn't have to be hard. It does not have to be hard at all. Um, also, Tanya, I'll, with my ladies that are on testosterone therapy, we also give you a lipo B12 shot that goes yes. with your testosterone. So, of course, the lipo piece of it is designed to help clean out your liver. It's also going to help your cholesterol levels. But more importantly, it's going to help pick up your metabolism. You're going to have more mm. energy. And then the B12 piece yeah. that goes with it only complements that even more. So on my ladies, the preceding treatment, it is the lipo B12 with the testosterone mixed into a single injection, and it can make all the difference in the world. That makes a, makes a huge difference. So if you're listening and a lot of what we're talking about is resonating with you, we're going to, um, we're going to add all of Andrew's contact, all the contact information for the clinic and everything here in the show notes. So you can check that. But I strongly encourage you to reach out because really it's just probably for my health and wellness. It's been the best decision I've made in the last several years. It really, really has been, been worth, worth it so much. And he's, you're just so lovely to come in and visit. So I love Thank that. Thank you, Tanya. <laughs> I appreciate it. So besides, I mean, we've, we've focused a lot on like the testosterone therapy and that because being in menopause myself, it's something I really, you know, I, I really think more women in the Tampa Bay area need to know about this, need to know that you're out there, need to know that you offer this kind of service. Um, but what else? Because you are a clinic that you don't just do. Again, it's not just ageless men. It's not just men and it's not just testosterone therapy. But can you, before we close out here, just go through some of the other services and, and products that you offer to your clients? Absolutely. Um, I'll tell you a, a popular pro product right now uh, that is not only uh, popular with us, but around the country are what are called uh, GLP-1 receptor agonists. Um, that is uh, basically, it's a medication that you can do along with your testosterone. It's an injection. You do it once a week. And it's designed to block receptors in your gut and in your brain that control your appetite. Well, if you block some of those receptors and you're generally less hungry throughout the day, um, it is a fantastic way to, number one, help manage your blood sugar. Okay, we've been using this classification of medication on uh, type 2 diabetics for years. Um, I have seen A1Cs come down on my patients tremendously. But more importantly, as we get the weight off of the patients, think about what that's going to do for your blood pressure, what's gonna, what that's going to do for your cholesterol, what's that going to do for chronic joint pain in your hips, your knees, your ankles to get 30, 40, 50 excess pounds off of your system. Um, so those medications are extremely popular right now. We use those. And again, all the same safety protocols that I use with treating my testosterone patients do the same thing with this medication as well. Um, I do a lot of what I call concierge medicine as well. So what is that? Well, let's say that you wake up one day and you've got just a ton of pressure up in your forehead. You got to feel it behind your eyes. You've got drainage coming down your throat. Maybe you're coughing, um, blowing your nose consistently. Maybe you have a fever, maybe you don't. Um, but bottom line is, you know you're sick. Something's going on. Well, what are your options? Well, you could, you could call your primary care doctor. Okay, great option. It may be a month or two before they get you in, but you could try that. You can go to an urgent care clinic, and that's okay, too. There's a need for those as well. Again, do you want to type half your day sitting in a weight room full of sick people? You could go to an ER. Well, let's not talk about that. Um, so, Or you just come see me. You're in my little testosterone family. I'm already taking care of you. I know who you are. I know your name. I know your history. I know the medications you're taking. All of that. You come see me. You don't have to make an appointment. Just come on in. I'm here. My staff is here. We're going to take great care of you. Um, I have sinus cocktail shots. I have Z-packs if we need to. I have prednisone dose packs if we need to. If there's something that I feel like you need that I don't have here, I can write you a prescription for it. Um, 
That's just one example. I see patients in here for pulled muscles, joint pain, rashes, itches, poison ivy, all kinds of things. But again, this goes back to my philosophy on patient care. You're not just a shot of testosterone. If there's something else that I can do to help you and it's within the scope of what we do in this clinic, come on. I will be more than happy. But if you come to me with something that's beyond the scope of the clinic, guess what? I'm not going to turn you away. I'm going to say, Tanya, this is where I think you need to go. That kind of thing. So that, that's how I practice. That's great. So yeah, and, he, and when he when he calls it his testosterone family, he really means it. <laughs> he really means yes. it. You're in the family, and they will. Andrew will take care of you. Okay, so Andrew, where can we? Where can people find you? Where are all the different places, numbers, sites, platforms that people can find you and call you and come in and see you? Absolutely. The best way to find us is through our website. That's pretty easy. Okay. Agelessmenshealth.com. Um, that 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 will te- that will provide you access to not only my clinic contact information, um, our other clinics around the country. If you're going to be traveling, or maybe you have a family member that lives in another state that you feel like could benefit mm-hmm. from what we do, you'll have their contact information as well. And there is a wealth of information on the website that talks about testosterone for both men and women and how it can be beneficial to you. Um, another way to get in touch with me is. Man, just call me. Shoot me a text. Um, my clinic cell phone number is area code 720. I know it's not an 813. I'm sorry. But it is 720-525-3640. That's my clinic cell phone. It goes to me. It goes to my staff. You can give us a call. You can shoot us a text. And we will be happy to get back with you and set up a time for you to come in. And you can sit down with me personally. And we will go through everything. Wonderful. Okay. Well, there you go. There's no reason now, no reason to be home sitting there feeling like something's wrong. I don't know what it is. You just need to get in and see Andrew. And I promise you from personal experience, he will take the absolute best care of you. So Andrew, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank it's you, been Tanya. such a pleasure. It's, it was worth the wait. I mean, like I said, we had some, <laughs> definitely had some hurdles, but we got, we got it. And the power, the weather, it's not great right now, but at least we still have power. So that's a great thing. Exactly. So thank you. Again. It's been an absolute pleasure. I believe I'm seeing you tomorrow. So, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> um, and for all of you who joined us today, thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you um, jumping on here and being a part of my conversation with Andrew. Um, it, like I said, it was just, it's always wonderful to visit with him and it's just it was so important for me to get him on the show. If you find that this information can help somebody that you know and love, please share it with them and don't forget to give us a five-star review. Thank you again for joining us. Can't wait to be with you again. Take care, Coach Tanya. Have a wonderful day. Thank you so much for listening to the Strong by Design podcast. If you found value in today's episode, Please subscribe so that more people can find out about our show. Plus, you don't want to miss any future episodes with the amazing guests and topics we have lined up for you.